0: You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Every relationship in life has to have a foundation And that foundation is the word love. They said the lawyers came to Jesus and said, what's the great commandment? They were trying to trap him. And he said, Matthew 22, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. Our relationship with Jesus Christ is a love relationship. Not that we loved him, but that he loved us. Our neighbors, we ought to be neighbors as Christians that our neighbors want to be by us. I think if you ask our neighbors and so many in this area are members of our church, I think most of our neighbors would say, I like that. I like those people. One man recently, a couple years ago, said I'm an agnostic or an atheist. But he said, that church over there, neighbor right over here, never been to this church. He said, that church over there has salvaged this area. They, they keep their place up. They keep their homes up. They're nice people. Well, let me tell you something. The Bible says, after love the Lord thy God, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Amen. Over here in Sunnyvale several years ago, neighbors began to feud. And a guy put up a fence. The other guy didn't like it. So the other guy added two more, one more foot to it. Ah, uh, bothered the guy that put the fence up. And so then he added another foot to the top of that, foot, at that fence. And then somebody else had, and they got fighting. They went to court over fence. that That'd be a difficult way to live. God says we're supposed to love our neighbors. Brotherly love, kindness to them. When your neighbors have an emergency, you ought to be there. When your neighbors have a need, when your neighbor, all of a sudden, her husband has passed away, and she's an elderly woman, she can't keep up with the leaves, you ought not to go ask her. You ought to just go do it. That's loving your neighbor. But every relationship should be found upon love. Now, husbands, Ephesians 5, 25. Ephesians 5, 28. Ephesians 5, 33, Husbands, love your wife. Love is the key. Uh, the, the, Titus 2, 4. Wives, say that you love your husband and your children. Everything in life we do, there ought to be, and I'll, I'll show you from the word, word of God how do you develop it, but I love my church. Amen. I, I love being the pastor here. I, I dread if one day down the road 50 years from now I get old when I cannot pastor. I love this church. I love this place. I love our property. I love living right here. Uh, well, you see, there's a lot of traffic. There is a lot of, and there's a lot of airplanes, and there's a lot of this, and there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of sin, but I love this area. God called me here, and Miss Treber and I, we try to dedicate our lives to this area and to the people around here and try to be good neighbors and good people and, and, and kind to our, our, our officials in town and kind to the police officers, and kind to our neighbors. That's, that's our job. Let your light so shine before men, they may see your good works and glorify your Father. So every relationship, people that leave church mad, it's not because they're leaving church mad, they never love their church. People that leave mad, they're always waiting for something to happen and say, okay, that's the reason why I'm leaving. That's never the reason. I may look dumb, but I'm not stupid, friends. So he says, love, four times he talks, love, 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 your heart, your heart, your heart. And today, I want to talk to you about real love. Let me tell you some things from the Bible about real love. Real love is always tested. Look at what Paul says in verse 1 where he begins this section. I would that she knew what great conflict. He's going to begin with the heart and love, but he says... I want to tell you something. Yes, I do love you, and my heart's with you. But he says, I have a great conflict. A a conflict is simply a battle. It's a strife. It's something that's overwhelming. And whatever relationship you have in life, you're not prepared to go to the next one until you remedy this. Sometimes people come perhaps even to a Bible college like ours, and they're... They've not gotten along with their parents. And so they think, okay, I don't like my dad. I don't like my mother. And I don't like my family. And they don't like me. And I can't get along with them. So what I think I'm going to do, I'm going to get a new relationship. I'm going to get me a wife. I'm going to get me a husband, Ralph. And I'm going to get married. You're not prepared because you didn't close this one out right. This relationship has to be right before you begin to build other relationships. And so then you get married and ah, she's not what I expected. She's always nitpicking. He's not what I expected. He's a slob. I, 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 I I tell you what, so you know what we need? We need a baby. Oh boy. Oh boy. And so you add a baby. And after that you think, well, maybe this is not working, but maybe if we add a couple more, we'll be better. And now you've added a mother-in-law and a father-in-law and a wife and a baby and a baby and a baby and Brother Manna, 13 babies, babies, babies. <laughs> Let me tell you something about any relationship in life is always going to be tested. sir. Your marriage will be tested. Perhaps you'll get sick. Perhaps your wife will get sick. Perhaps there'll be a car accident could to sleep last night, I got up and I looked up my friend on my iPad, Dr. Monroe Parker. He used to stay at our home, he was born in 1909 I think. He's long gone, home to be with the Lord. But he's just a great, great man of God. And, and Dr. Monroe Parker, uh, he was married to Marjorie and all of a sudden it said there, he'd been married I think 12 years, I can't remember now. And he, he discovered that Marjorie that day was killed in a car accident. You talk about a tested tested relationship. And then he married again in time, godly Christian lady, then she died. You know, life's not easy. Maybe husband and wife, you're gonna be tested with children that are prodigal. I cannot tell you how many times in my ministry I've had people say, parents, you cannot see your grandkids. That has happened many, many times. We don't want the grandparents around our kids, not because of sin or alcohol or drugs, because they said, we just don't like you. We don't want any communication with you. You're not permitted to come to our grandkids, your grandkids' graduations. You're not permitted to come to your grandkids' weddings. We don't want you here. And your your marriage will be tested. Sir, you're gonna lose your job. You're talking about a test. Dear lady, you lose your job. you talk about a test. There's never a week goes by in this church that some lady doesn't call my wife and say, I- I'm going in for more tests. They suspect cancer. There's never a week that somebody doesn't call me and says, we have a very uh, serious medical condition. We want you to know about it. Pra- Pastor, don't announce Just pray with us about it. Marriages are tested, kids. Sometimes that dear wife has a husband who becomes an alcoholic or a drug addict. Sometimes that that wife lives and and, and has been reported repeatedly. He beats the kids. He beats the kids. She beats the kids. Won't care for the kids. Your marriage will be tested. God says in Matthew 19, verse number six, the twain, the two should become one. Two become one. Marriage is not 50-50. Marriage could be 100-0. I've pastored all 48 years here. People that a wife will come to church, but the husband won't. The husband will come to church, but the wife won't come. That's a test. I've pastored so many people there on a journal of mine where the mate has passed away and they come to church alone. That's a test. I know of so many people, even this great, great church, the kids have wandered away from the God and it breaks their heart. Every marriage is tested. And when persons are tested, often, when someone's tested, often they run. That's not real love. They run, or they attack. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm married to this awful person. Are they abused? Are they hurt? Every, every relationship will be tested. The greatest thrill next to being married to that woman and being saved and being a father and a grandfather. i tell you one of the greatest thrills of my life that God in his mercy gave me February the 8th, 1976 when I preached for the first time in this little church, North Valley Baptist Church when I was five months old. This last week would have been 48 years. I'll never forget that morning we had 20-some people there. That night we had 22, that is. Two in the nursery, four teenagers, my wife and I, and some adults. That Sunday morning I preached. Foster and Pat Hansen got saved on John three 16. They're living in Virginia. They're still living for God. That day five adults got saved. I don't think we had 20 people in the auditorium. I was shocked. I'd only preached three times in my life. I was an assistant pastor, but never preached. I had no idea what I was doing, but God certainly knew what he was doing. And God put his touch on the service that morning. And John 3, 16, Sunday morning, Acts chapter 12, Sunday school. uh, Ephesians chapter six, Sunday night on the warfare of God. Getting dressed for success uh, with the helmet of salvation on and on and on. I got done that night. I put my diary in my drawer. Uh, That diary says, I like to do this every day. God knit my heart to that small band of people. And it's grown and it's grown and it's grown. And God's been so good to us. And the greatest privilege is to be called your friend and your pastor. But I don't mean to hurt you. Sometimes it's exasperating. There's hardly a day goes by that someone doesn't say something that just breaks my heart. Or they do something that breaks my heart. Or they post something that breaks my heart. And the longer you stay with it, and no, 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 don't be sorry for the pastor. I'm, I've got the best privilege in all the world. That's why I don't sleep at night. I'm up every night of my life. Because these things get in my mind. I'll sleep for 10 minutes and then roll over and begin to pray about this. And as I pray about it, I begin to think about it. And I get up every night. Normally for hours. Because everyone, it seems like, has problems. So what I do? Run? No, I love you too much to run. Attack you? You bad people? No, I love you too much to attack you. Complain about you? No, 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 you're the best. No pastor's ever pastored a greater church in all the world. I I saw it again last Sunday night. The lights were out in here. No lights. Opened up all the doors. Opened up the outside doors. We had everybody stand still. We brought brought battery-operated candles in. Everybody got their phone out. And for 31 minutes, we had the touch of God here last Sunday night. I'll tell you that right now. God showed up. What a night. Sometimes your husband has to be exasperating other than Mrs. Treber. She's smiling from ear to ear, shaking her head. Yes, he does sometimes. I have to be. If I'm a man of God, I hope I am. Men of God in the Bible are kind of strange. One man of God slept on his right side for months, and then he slept on his left side. One man of God ate honey, locusts, Men of, one, one man of God went up to mountain for 40 days to pray. A lot, of, a lot of strange things these men of God did. It must be difficult being married to a pastor. It must. But, but can I tell you something? Every relationship is going to be tested. Your job's going to test you. Don't run. No, look, 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 kids, you are listening so great. I'm almost done. Five more hours and we'll be done. Amen. Don't don't worry, not much longer. I find that every relationship's tested. Secondly, every every real love, real love is tested. Real love is true. Look at verse number two. That their hearts—that's the key. The real you might be comforted. Comfort is encouraged. And be, watch this, knit together. What what, what is knit together? It means to be woven together. Nothing should tear you apart. Disagreement with your husband. You'll be so so close together that nothing's going to pull you apart. You're together through thick and thin. We all move this pulpit. Hey, kids, we move this. When you get married, we'll move this pulpit out of here. And the bride comes up the middle, and the husband is waiting. He goes down there and pick her up, and down there. And I'll say, who giveth this woman to be married to this man? Her father, say, her mother and I. Or the mother, say, I do. And, and they walk up here. On this side are ladies in, in their wedding gowns. And over here, bridesmaids gown. Over here, are the groomsmen. That little boy, ring bearer, that little girl, flower girl, oh, it's beautiful. And when they stand up here, I say, do you promise to love her for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and health, to love, cherish, and honor till death do you part? And he says, I do. And I look at her, I said, do you promise to love and to cherish this man for better, for worse? And girls can I tell you something, because we're men. Some days there's worse days with us. Better for worse, for richer for poor and sickness and health. Love and honor and obey to death do us part. That's true love. So I'm going to stay with her. I'm going to stay with him. Uh, through this storm of life, when it's tested and real love, it comes from the heart and we're comforted and we're knit. And what else does he say there? Being knit together in love and unto all riches. That's abundance. It's not money. It's the fullness. It doesn't get bigger than this. The fullness of assurance of understanding. The acknowledgement of the mystery of God, the Father, and of Christ. Let me close by saying, number three. Real love is tested. Real love is true. We call it true glue. Real love is treasured. Look at verse number three. In whom are hid. Something that's hid is kept a secret. In some, in, that hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I know that man, I, I know that lady. And it's secret. You don't know her like I know her. We've had 51 years of marriage together. I know her. And she knows me. Our class, for a few moments, played that couples class this morning. We played that newlywed game for a few minutes. I tell you what, if we were stood up there, we'd have done pretty well. She probably, she, she knows me. She understands me. I think. Thing. We have many, Brother Van Dyke, Miss Van, 66, 67 years married, uh, Brother Art, 60 some years, Brother Dr. Nikolai, 60 some years. Several of you are married in the 60 years. Guess what? These women, let me just go ahead and get this off my chest. These women sometimes, you're nervous now, aren't you? Can drive you crazy. And these men all the time can drive you nuts. Don't say amen, ladies. We're not always on the same page. I developed for young couples when they come in, they've got engaged, and it's okay. Now we're going to meet together. First question, I give them a quiz. quiz is made from all the people that have had marital problems through the years. And it's an amazing thing, I'll ask them, what is your favorite color, what is your, they're never the same. You don't have to have the same favorite color to have a good marriage. That's what brings variety. What's your favorite sport? She'll say ping pong. He'll say football, or whatever, you know. Or she'll say football, he'll say crochet. Mm -hmm. Run, girls. A guy likes knitting and crocheting, you've got the wrong one. A couple I asked years ago, I prayed, say God, I, this is my second time to meet with them. And I can't, there's, there has to be a root. There has to be a root. I, I can't figure out what it is. You guys know, you've heard it before. I said, I, I, folks, I'm trying to figure out the root of your problem. I can't figure it out. It's not the, her mother, and it's not his mother, and it's not your jobs, and it's not this and that. There has to, I can't figure it out. I said, when you go to bed at night, you know, have a word of prayer, then really tell me about, you shut the light off, go to sleep, and then in the morning, what's going on? He goes, we're mad all night long, come to think of it. I said, what? And I forget what way it was, but he goes, I like it cold. She likes it hot. She'll get up. And turn that heater up, and it just ticks me off, and I'll go turn it down and turn the air on." I said, "You have already filed your thinking about divorced, And it's over a thermostat." And she looked at me and they said, "I think that's what our root problem is. The thermostat. Can you imagine that? My, that lady knows me, but she... 1st she, Peter 3, verse 7, there's a lot of things hidden in her heart that she knows about me. And, and that's what God's Word talks about. The hidden man of the heart. I would hope that if someone said the name... And she was in a big convention and sitting there and someone said, Jack Treber. I'd hope she'd pick, perk up. Someone said, Cindy Treber. I'd, I'd perk up. See, every relationship is going to be tested. Every relationship needs to be true. And there's great treasures in every relationship. Kids, you're going to, you, you, you potentially could have, see, I didn't come from a good home. Yeah, neither did these men. I'm talking about, but you could have a good home. I went to a conference in Chicago. I have the file in my office. I've kept it all these years in 1978. That conference had thousands of people there for pastors. And the theme that year in March was love. Love is the theme. Love is supreme. Sweeter it grows, more glory bestows. Bright as the sun, ever it glows. Love is the theme, eternal theme. Every special group that came quoted that. Every preacher that came, as they began, quoted that poem. Love is the theme. It's the heart. And I'll never forget the preacher said, "Fellas, go home." I'd already loved you. I, I it was. 1976, I loved this church. In 77, I didn't really express it much. That kind of felt weird to me. But I said, once you go home and just love your people, don't try to get anything from them. Don't try to get a raise from them. Don't, don't try to get anything special from them. You just love your people and express it. I made a decision in that auditorium that night that I was going to go home and tell my people every Sunday night when we close the day out, I love you. Now as we're journeying down through life, I I tell my Sunday school class every Sunday, Sunday morning. I'll probably say it this morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. I say it on the radio to our radio friends. I love God's people. I love the bus kids. I hope one day if I have a heart attack and I die and there's a new pastor here, you make sure he loves the bus kids. Some of these kids are going to wind up in jail. I go see them. I know. Some are going to turn out good, but they're all going to be tested. You be there for them. God loves you today. If you want to know what love's all about, you're gonna to have to first begin with Jesus Christ. Our Father, I love, I love my people so much. You've you showered me down with the greatest people in all the world. Give me the most wonderful wife, wonderful children, all serving God, 14 wonderful grandkids. You're so good to me. I thank you for loving me. Thank you for that night so many years ago just 15 minutes from here when you saved me. I was on my way to hell. And God, I, I cried out to you and asked you to be my savior. And you reached down and you rescued me. I'm so grateful. Thank you for listening to the Audio Preaching Podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us,